Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're back. Daniel, it was a holiday for some people uh, today, was it not? It's 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 Wednesday as we record this, just to be clear. We know you're listening on Thursday, but um, some people, let's just say the office, um, not a lot of work was getting done today. No. You know, the time card was being punched. Well, sure. But, but the widgets were not being made nope. today. Like, we're not... Not interested in work, not interested in productivity, not interested in whatever whatever Becky from accounting is trying to email us about. Like, don't, not today, no, Becky. No, okay? any other day, Becky, surely not today. Uh, it was it was a good day to be a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, letters were signed, fax machines came back out. I, I reference this day as Happy Roquan Smith Day. Uh, mm-hmm. where I get to celebrate every single time that we are still using fax machines in the world. So thank you, IBM, for still pumping those things out, or whoever makes that them. Is, I have no idea. That That is correct. Um, uh, today, of all days, this, that's not why today's special, Clint. No. You know why today's special? Why is that? Today's special because uh, it's about this time of the podcast that we remind you that we are not recruiting gurus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And therefore... There are only about two days a year that we are going to talk about recruiting for an entire episode. Mm-hmm. And today is one of those days, Glenn. We're here. It's a special day in the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. Yeah. So we're excited. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, all you people that got all hyped looking at the average grade on your favorite composite score and thought you'd check out a podcast talking about it. I'm glad you're here. We're going to give you a fan's take on it, Daniel, because again, we're not insiders gurus. We're just fans that love talking fan stuff. So uh, glad you're here with us to do so. Uh, do us a huge favor. Uh, Daniel, what, what should the people do for us? Well, they could... Subscribe to the podcast. I thought you were just going to run through the list. No, I'm not going to steal that from you. That's no, that's 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 your thing, Daniel. I ain't going to take that from you. Trying to get run out of a job here. Um, uh, Listen, we we appreciate every download, every subscription. If you're new to the podcast, go ahead and click subscribe. It helps us out a tremendous amount. Doesn't hurt you at all. Um, uh, if you really do like the podcast, you can leave us a rating or review. Those things help us out a tremendous amount. You can also follow us on uh, social media, Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. You can reach out to us on there. You can always email us at LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Um, uh, we would love to interact with you. Love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear your takes on these recruits, these signees. Love to hear your takes on next year's team, on the basketball team, on the bowl game, on whatever it is that you've got to give out takes about um, noodles uh, we we love to interact with you um on any of those platforms we're here every day monday through friday um like clint said as a as a fan's perspective if you're looking for somebody that has been in the high school weight room like taking video of people doing like teenagers doing bench press no um no that's not us and might we say that shouldn't be anybody. No, that like should not be a job. That should not be a job description handed out by any establishment. But it is. <laughs> but it. But it is. It is. Sadly, um, that's not us. We are Georgia fans, and we're here to talk the way that Georgia fans talk. So, uh, without further ado, Clint, let's get into this signing class. Now, there's a lot to cover. Obviously, um, let's try to break it up in terms okay. of our conversation, just so we don't get off the rails. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha ha. Wait, it, so, as it, so as how if. are we going to do that? Um, uh, let's do this. 
when the NFL draft comes around, okay, Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper, get on the on your television a lot. Um, uh, two two basic schools of thought when you're drafting your team. Uh-huh. Right? They are. T- today was sort of like a draft of sorts. Yeah. Was it not? It was much like um, that. Two basic schools of thought. One is that you take the player of greatest need for your team. Right. And the other is you take the greatest player who is currently available. Um, uh, and so we're going to kind of cover both those areas. How did Georgia address its biggest need today? And then in our second segment, we'll get into how did Georgia get the best players that they could get today. And then in our third segment, we'll talk about the players that we missed on and what that means moving forward. So first, hmm. Clint, what was the biggest need on this team moving if, into the offseason? I don't know if it has been talked about much by us and every other UGA fan, uh, Twitter boy, and prognosticator Daniel, and that is simply people whose job it is to catch footballs thrown their way is the biggest area of need this football had or this football team had. Uh, For the love of everything holy, just give me someone who can run a route yep. and catch the dadgum ball. That's all we're um, asking for here. And it's not its not a big ask, but apparently it was last year. And Kirby even said okay. so. Uh, he said, hey, our offense is not where it should be. Receiver is a need for us. And Kirby said, I'm setting my sights on receivers. I'm going to go find them. I'm going to go dig. I'm going to go grind. And sure enough, he did just that, Daniel. And we have four, four wide receivers in this class, uh, which I think is the most he's had in any class since being at UGA. Uh, it's not a long list of classes, but four is a lot of wide receivers. Um, we're talking about a handful of total commitments that we've got here. Uh, and four of them play the wide receiver position. It's a staggering number. And when you say he went out to dig... For wide receivers, am I to believe that he went to the outer reaches of Montana and Alaska to find just under the radar talent? Is that who no. we went out and got? No, no. Here's that wide here's receiver? what I, when I when I say dig, I mean to pry from the cold dead hands of anybody and everybody and leave a bloody trail in his wake of those wide receivers. I think. I think what he did is he said, I'm going to go back to somebody's backyard and I'm, I'm going to get after him a bit here. Uh, so he went down to Florida. I don't know if Florida has any fast wide receivers ever in the history of the state, they, Daniel. They might have. They might have a few of them. Uh, but went down to Florida, got himself a couple of them, one being, I think, the fastest, <laughs> fastest high school receiver uh, to come out. Uh, I saw him holding up a lot of medals at a track and field event. Uh, And Mm. that's Aaron Smith. Hello, 10-second, 100-yard dash. My goodness, 10-point, ridiculous. Uh, So went down to Florida, found us a burner in that. Justin Robinson in our own backyard, uh, as well as the longstanding commit, uh, Marcus Roseme. But Daniel... Uh, that wasn't the biggest biggest get of the day. I think Aaron Smith uh, may have been uh, with the burner, but then he went over to LSU and said, "Nope, I'll take uh, I'll take Burton off your hands for you. Let me take him and plug him in immediately." Uh, was the biggest haul, the biggest flip. We told you it was coming last week on the podcast. We said, "Look out, Kirby will flip a big time recruit," and here it is in Burton, uh, six six one one ninety from Calabasas, California was 
committed to LSU uh, now signed letter of intent to Georgia Daniel. Four wide receivers in this class. Um, I you look at you look at two kind of basic prototypes, um, and you got Arian Smith on the one hand, the burner. Um, you got Marcus Roseme on the one hand, kind of the tall, big-bodied guy. Mm-hmm. Robert Justin Robinson fits into that mold as well. Um, which of those body types, the Smith um, Burton body type versus the Roseme Robinson body type? Which of those body types are you mo- more excited about coming into next year's team? Uh. Coming into next year's team, I'm I'm looking for Burton and uh, and Aaron coming in. Daniel, I want somebody that is going to be shifty and quick. Uh, is not going to have to big body catch on the sidelines again. The famous back short, shoulder throw that we have to throw apparently every single time. Uh, I'm looking for Smith. Uh, and Burton to be the guys that can catch a slant, catch a screen, and then just get gone in a hurry. You're looking for the the Miko. I'm looking for Miko. I I want Miko. Shout out, shout out to Pro Bowler. Hello, Miko Hardman. I mean, are we we soon talking we be, talking about a rookie soon here. to be rookie of the year. Yes, come on, Miko Hardman, fourth round draft pick. Yes, is he a fourth round draft pick? Golly, what a steal! Um, uh, <clears throat> I'm excited, but. Man, the, the the Burton flip is huge. Um, real happy about it. But give me this Rosemary kid. Let me give me this. This is the kid that I've been excited about for a while. That I continue to be excited about. Um, he just has that prototypical. Why he? Listen, Lawrence Cager, gone. Mm-hmm. Jorge Pickens. We're hoping for big things, but but you know who are we looking to on the outside? Next year, uh, we need some dudes to be able to step up because it ain't, and and I can't stress this enough, it ain't Matt Landers. I I, okay? I, uh, I thought we were talking about good things today, Daniel. I thought That's... we were bringing hope to the podcast, and we were all going to leave this podcast thinking well of UGA football. That's, what just happened? Well, what I'm what I'm trying to help you help you think is there's a better chance now that Matt Landers doesn't sniff the field and oh. is forced into a transfer. Oh, better better chance or guaranteed? No, nothing is guaranteed because well, sometimes I feel like the coaching staff just does things to spite us. But <laughs> yeah. but it's better. It's better. Uh hey, uh, that takes care of the wide receivers. Uh but that wasn't all the surprises that signing day had in store for us. We're going to come back and talk about some other positions. Uh, Daniel, not only do we have surprises on the wide receiver, we had some surprises also uh, at offensive tackle. Um, now, this is not what we're accustomed to. We're accustomed to okay. five stars all over the place, which we did get. Uh, so Tate, our boy Tate Ratledge, uh, signed, which was exciting. Big old mm-hmm. nasty dude coming Big down. Big old hog molly. Big old hog. Let's get after it. Uh, Chad Lindbergh. Uh, as well. So we got those. Uh, but Daniel, a surprise addition, Devin Willock, uh, as well mm-hmm. as uh, this kid, I think he was NC State, uh, this Blasky kid, 
uh, flipped kind of last minute and we picked up a couple of them because as you said earlier, this is a smaller class. This isn't one of our bigger classes that we've signed. So we had some extra spots and we got ourselves some offensive tackles. Uh, what's your feeling on, on the kind of the addition, the, the cushion, if you will, to these signees? Oh, I'm in a wait and see. I'm in a wait and see mode. I the cynical side of me wants to come out and say new offensive line coach and we're out here signing three stars like it's our job. Uh, don't love it. Not gonna lie. Not gonna try to sugarcoat it like other dog fans are going to for you. Other dog fans are gonna try to they're gonna try to paint on some rose colored glasses and say things that we all wish weren't real. Um, but then on the other hand, it's like you said. It's it's about depth at tackle and it is about you know these are two guys we're taking shots on maybe they develop maybe they don't um we're obviously in the need tackles for next year's team neither of these guys are candidates no these are long-term project guys yeah so these are guys that are going to get plugged into the pipeline Uh and then we're going to see you know we might see Cade Mays getting some look at tackle oh, on yeah. next year's team even. But like there's going to be a lot of options for next year's tackles. Uh these are some guys we're gonna take some chances on. And and look, we still got a couple more tackles, um uh, or I guess a tackle on a center, uh tackle on an interior lineman still uh with Broderick Jones and Van Pran who are considering I think we definitely would take those guys too. Obviously we have the spots and so it's fine, you know. Yeah. It's fine. Take a take a chance on I, these guys. See I just Matt say Luke the name do. David Andrews is is all I say the name of. Okay. Mm-hmm. We could these guys could fill into something like that. One of our favorite dogs on the offensive line. So yeah, I, I agree. It it is. Yeah. It's not bad, but eh, let's see. Let's let's see, Clint. Who uh, who's the? Let's get off the surprises. Okay. Let's talk about. Let's talk about best players that we signed. Not necessarily best players that we signed. Okay. Because, you know, we could just go off of... Right. We're not gurus, so we just go to 24-7 and we read the list the same that you do. Right. Who's your favorite player that we signed, never having having seen them play a snap of meaningful football? Shout out to all the high school football coaches and players out there. It doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. We see highlight tapes. We see some of the some of the camp footage that gets thrown up on your guys' yeah, Twitter feed not, for us. That's not football. No, it's not. Uh, here, okay. who's your favorite player on this? Here's on my this favorite list. player, and it's because of two reasons. Uh, my favorite player on this list is none other than Carson Beck, Daniel. Hello, quarterback, six four, six five, two twenty six. And by all accounts of everybody that talked about him, just a, a howitzer for an arm. Okay, uh, we missed out today on CJ. He chose to go to uh, quarterback uh, out of the West Coast. Decided to go to Ohio State, uh, which I thought was you know I always like it when guys bring up uh, things like religion and integrity and then say things like I'm committing to Ohio State right afterwards. It just no. these two things don't go together. No. Um, but. I digress. I can't. I can't go down that road too much. Uh, Carson Beck. And here's, you shouldn't. I shouldn't. Here's here's the reason why, Daniel. You shouldn't. He okay. signed. He committed. He had letter of intent. Uh, all talk of Georgia getting a grad transfer or um, still having options out there to extend offers to quarterbacks or whatever. 
Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know what this kid's doing right now, Daniel? Right now, What's currently. He he, What's he doing? Taking the SATs? T- nope. No. Mm, nope. He Getting has, ready for homecoming? No, he's not dancing anymore. He's not renting any tux that somebody else has worn, Daniel. That's not his game. No. Uh, his game is currently looking at Kirby Smart as he breaks down practice and getting his hand in breaking the huddle and leaving and walking along other players at UGA. Carson Beck is on campus right now uh, at practice, uh, and we need him to be because, as we've already talked so much, uh, who knows what's happening to Jake Fromm. I don't know. You don't know. Uh, I don't think Jake knows, to be completely honest with you. Uh, But Carson Beck is the one that I'm most intrigued by, highly touted, not as high as others, but I think he could develop into something special for us. That's who I'm excited for. I like that. I like that take. And man, it leaves me with so many options to go with my favorite player on this job. Are we really going to go through this podcast and not talk about Kendall Milton? Hello. I was that. We have to. Uh, but not right now because he's not my favorite. Mm. Are we really going to go through this podcast and not? Well, you mentioned Tate Ratledge briefly. But this just destructive force of a man. Jalen Carter, oh, how are you doing? Oh. Look at this man. Just look at this man for one second. I, I, don't, I, and I just, tried, and then I had to look away. I felt pressure to look away. How about you want to talk about going into LSU's backyard? Oh. Uh-huh. Major, <laughs> Major Burns, where are you from? <laughs> like, what's, what's, no, he's, what's your he's, hometown He's like? probably, like, on the border, like, way north, mm. Daniel. Oh, no. Ba- no. Baton Rouge. No, he... He lives in the admissions office, I believe. <laughs> yeah. That's where his bedroom is. Um, but listen, give me Mikhail, the new General Sherman. Oh. Um, because listen to me, Clint. Uh-huh. This is not in poor taste. This is not in poor taste, I promise you. This well. man is going to lay waste to the South once oh. again. Oh, jeez. You see what I did there? Oh, my gosh. You see what I did there? Oh, my gosh. That's what that's what this man that's what this man's gonna do. I just uh also executive producer uh and intern Michael <laughs> needs to get a law degree. Uh, this, well, somebody someone suing us. I've just I've just hurt someone's feelings. But listen, just don't just don't. It's a football podcast. All right. <laughs> just learn to learn to live a little. Learn to roll. Um Mikhail Sherman is um just a freak, a specimen of a human being. And I just, you put this guy out there next to Nolan Smith, mm. next to Trayvon Walker, mm. next to Aziz Ojolari. I'm sorry, but this is the man that we needed. Okay? Next segment, we're going to talk about somebody that everybody's got their panties in a wad that didn't sign at UGA. But let me just say right now this man, this Mikhail Sherman, this is the man that we needed. For this job, coming down from Washington D.C., he's the total package. Uh, <clears throat> this this is the guy. You you everything you see from his from his family. Uh, he's the first guy to sign. Uh, Long time Georgia commit, outspoken Georgia commit. This is the guy. He wants to be a dog, Clint. Oh yeah. That's who I want. That's who I want on this team. I want more guys like that. So give me Carson Beck. Give me Mikhail Sherman. Give me guys like that who want to be a dog, and then let's go. Let's go get after it because that's what that's what this is. Uh, absolutely. By the way, Mikhail Sherman, 
Uh, Dad is a senator over in <laughs> Liberia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom and family came over here, tried to get a life going, just working their way through. Talk about a guy you can root for and a guy that mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, man, what a sweet, nice gentleman until he says, that's that's fine. I'm mm-hmm. going to go strap up and just bulldoze some people. Uh, mm-hmm. Mikhail Sherman is going to be one of the one of the favorites to cheer for. Absolutely, Daniel. Just Jordan Davis, Trayvon Walker, Nolan Smith, Aziz Ojolari, Mikhail Sherman. Who are these people coming around the? I don't. I don't. Like coming coming at your offensive line. No. Who, who did you recruit that's yeah. going to block them? Yeah, is what I want to know. Yeah. Who did you recruit, Florida? Who you got oh. down there? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, no. We shouldn't go down that road just now. We'll get there in a moment, Daniel. We'll uh, get there. Speaking of missing on players like Florida, um, uh, let's get to who we missed on and what it means. All right, Daniel. So as of the recording of this podcast, there's still some intrigue happening right now. I don't know if this is true or not. I have no idea, Daniel. Like of all you know, the, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. It is, but God, listen to us. On. Give us a break. If something has happened between the time we recorded this and the time that you're listening to this, just give you boys a break. Okay. Listen, what, what do you want from us? I, I, what do I, you want? I don't I don't know what they want. Uh, Jordan Birch, uh, one of the most highly touted recruits uh, in South Carolina, uh, spurned everybody and said, I'm going to stay in home state and sign to go to USC Junior. He's a Gamecock tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I, I can't say signed because that's the – the weird thing that's happening. He doesn't have a letter of intent in, which all Georgia fans are just hanging their hopes on, refreshing Twitter every five seconds, hoping for news on this guy. Just you know what? Go to bed. Go, go get a plate of nachos. Okay. Well, watch a nice movie. Put on something like a, a Marvel movie or something. Uh huh. And then tomorrow when you wake up, guess just what? Open it up and and see if he's see if he's there or not. Uh, by the way, how many episodes? Uh, had had we gone without talking about queso, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not relevant to me or <laughs> to anyone. It's okay. just. It is what it is. Uh, but everybody's everybody's upset. We missed out on Jordan, um, Daniel. Wh- what? What? Why? I mean, he's a talented kid. I get it. He's sure he's a talented kid. He's obscenely talented. Are you? Are you? Is that the storyline you're taking away from this recruitment cycle? It is not the storyline I'm taking away from this recruitment cycle. Um, now, the storyline I'm taking away from this recruitment cycle is not necessarily entirely positive, but it does not hinge on this one kid. Okay. Um, now we did, you know, we had a couple guys surprisingly come into the class. We had a couple people that we expected to come into the class that came into the class, um, and then. There's obviously still a lot of meat on the bone out there, which we've not talked about yet to this point. Ringo, Washington, you know, the name Zach Evans still floating around out there. Uh, There's obviously, and then you got Jones and Van Pran. There's still plenty of meat on the bone in this class. Uh, but, But losing on this one guy... No, it does it does almost nothing for me, especially in light of um 
the depth of the defensive line class that we signed last year. Mm-hmm. Now, I know none of them maybe are as talented as him. But you got guys of the ilk of, uh, what was that guy's Like Bill Norton, I believe. You got you just got a lot of dudes in last year's defensive line class that um, have all been redshirting this year and are all going to be ready to go in the upcoming year. Um, hmm. Marshall, Norton, uh, let's see, who else is in that group? Tymon Mitchell, Tremont Walthor. Um, you, you got a bunch of guys in that class uh, who are who are now a year in the system and ready to go. The defensive line is not necessarily a position of need. And we signed freaking Mikhail Sherman. Yep. Who is who is the outside pass rusher, the freak Nolan Smith type athlete? Uh, so I, I'm not I'm not all been out of shape about it, Clint. Okay, good. I, I'm not either, especially because the biggest need we all talked about the entire time defense was not the problem this year. We never we never once looked back and said, "Oh, that defense they really they really put us in a bad position." That wasn't the problem. The problem was, hey, we had either non open receivers just blanketed everywhere or we had people throwing balls down actively trying not to catch uh and we addressed those needs so uh, i'm fine with that uh and i still do think getting some offensive line help with the van pran uh signing to come hopefully that that all works out things like that are to happen uh but daniel the biggest thing for me is is i'm still i'm still real curious what's going to happen at tight end that I don't want to say that's a must get, uh, but mm-hmm. gosh, it feels like a must get, doesn't it? It's, you know, it's hard to, we don't have anyone signed. Okay. Like there's no, am I missing somebody? No, no, we have no tight end We don't signed. have, we don't have anybody. <laughs> um, and we have one kind of on the, on the hook. If that one tight end doesn't come, what is happening at tight end? Ooh, it's bad. Do we have two on the roster? I I hope. Is that, <laughs> I is hope. that we have Fitzpatrick and the kid we signed last year? Uh-huh. That's it. That's who we have on the roster. Yes. We are moving to a full-on spread no tight end team well you said you wanted change in the offensive uh philosophy <laughs> there's your change i meant i wanted a new coordinator i did not mean oh. don't recruit any tight ends that's oh. what georgia tech does ah. under paul johnson um uh, no it's very it's very curious indeed i am it's fascinating to me how small this this class is right now and how it's going to be interesting to see what kind of names emerge between now and February. Because mm-hmm. there's there's 17 there's 17 letters of intent in. And then I would say there's five people there's around four or five people that are in the wings waiting. Well, guess what? That's only that's still only 21 people. Which means there's still four spots available mm-hmm. in this class. Who are those four spots going to? Are they going to be four more three stars 
you know, three-star tight end, another three-star tight end, three-star running back. Is that who these last few spots are going to go to? What if we miss on some of those four guys in the pipeline? Now all of a sudden there's five, six, seven spots still available. Are there going to be other big names that emerge that Georgia emerges as a contender for between now and February? That's the question to me coming out of this class because the overall, there's still huge holes, right? Oh, yeah. But you look at that recruiting ranking, Clint. You look at that average prospect. 24-7 has a 93.65. Do you know what? Who else is at 93.65? Clemson. Uh-huh. And what are they ranked? One. That's the that's the best that's the best class. So we have talent equal to the best class, just not as many of them. We need more of that same talent. We need more people like that. So could go either way for Georgia here. Really, really good. I could. mean, that's what, what it really seems like. Yep. We have certainly not locked anything up when it comes to this class, other than we will sign the best class in the SEC East. That's pretty much locked up. We will get to that. Uh, we'll get to more of that news because uh, Florida, if if we had a good day, Florida had the opposite mm. of that. Yeah, uh, We'll talk about yeah. that tomorrow as well as get some news recap on offensive line news as well as DeAndre Swift news. Get some reaction uh, for that and then uh, hear from Kirby himself. Not He's not going to be on the podcast. That would be, that'd be fantastic. Do we have him as a guest? <laughs> yes, I have him locked up. Do we? Oh, thank I know. goodness. I know. It's about no, I, time. I know. Well, well I just went to went to the kids. I, I went to their school and talked to them because that's what mm. creepers who have college football podcasts do. You talk to minors. No, we did not do that. No, we did um, not. No, but we're going to be back tomorrow uh, talking more of that news, recap and recruitment a little bit more. Uh, give us a rating. Give us a review. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you guys tomorrow. See you.